Hey there! Welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast. At Sky Gems Academy, our vision is to build a community of new generation leaders with strong core values, high level of self awareness, high self worth, and passionate individuals who will give back to the community and the environment. We are focused on delivering high quality blended online learning of 21st century life skills delivered and taught online, practiced and perfected offline. Our philosophy is to inspire, educate, and nurture. We work towards inspiring and igniting sparks. We listen, we coach, we fine tune, and accelerate the mastery of 21st century life skills for various age groups. Our blended learning programs are curated from the early years to above 60 years old, as we believe in providing high quality, lifelong learning for everyone. SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry We will take you inside the minds and behind the scenes of 40 exclusive leaders and educators in the education industry. We've interviewed 40 exclusive educators and leaders in the education industry worldwide, starting with China where the pandemic initially started. You will hear from the leaders in the education industry sharing candidly their views on the possible changes that will take place in the education industry post-COVID-19. Be sure to tune in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1 to listen and learn from the amazing stories, experiences shared, challenges faced, and techniques used by educators in different cities and countries to adapt and overcome their challenges personally as well as professionally in their respective roles in the education industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Let's dive in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. Introducing to you our host, Alyssa. Hey guys, it's Alyssa. Hope everyone is keeping well. SkyGems Academy Podcast is a passion project that my team and I kicked off in early 2020. As we are all facing the unprecedented events and experiences impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, we find that there is an urgent need to unite the global community of educators and leaders to progress forward together. Our main objective is to create a platform for all global leaders and global communities to come together to document these historic moments for our future generations. SkyGems Academy podcast is a platform for everyone from all around the world to share, listen, learn, communicate, collaborate, and come together to network and help one another to pull through this very challenging period that has impacted the global community. In each episode of SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1, How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry, you will find yourself immersed and engaged in in-depth discussions and thought leadership in various aspects of education, technology, humanity, diversity, disparity, and collaborations in the education space. We are very grateful and sincerely appreciate each and every one of you who has motivated us, encouraged us, contributed in your own very special ways 
especially our 40 exclusive guest speakers from all around the world. A big thank you to all and a big shout out to all of you. Sky Gems Academy podcast 25th speaker is Jasmine Wright. Jasmine, a globally recognized educator, author and speaker, received a Bachelor of Arts in Psychology from Spelman College and a Master in Education from Christian Brothers University. Jasmine is one of Teach for America and Fulbright Teachers for Global Classrooms alumna. She is also the CEO and founder of the Push Through Organization, a nonprofit that uses innovative practices to equip, inspire, educate, and empower individuals to overcome adversity and become change agents. Her new affirmational and empowering children's book, I'm Gonna Push Through, encourages children to assess their power within and use it to overcome challenges. Jasmine has had the opportunity to deliver two TED Talks as well as travel the world, leading keynotes and serving as a consultant to various educational organizations. To find out more about Jasmine and her exceptional work, please visit her non-profit website at www.wepushthrough.org. Know that you are worthy, you are born with a purpose and a set of gifts that set you apart. They make you who you are. There's a reason behind your story. There's a reason why you think the way you think. There's a reason why everything in your life is the way it is. It is to help to make your gifts stronger, said Jasmine. Now, I am pleased to introduce you and present to you, Jasmine Wright. Today, we have the honor and pleasure to have Miss Jasmine Wright all the way from Delaware, USA with us. A very good morning to you, Jasmine. Warm welcome to Skygen Podcast. Good morning, Alyssa. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Thanks for joining us and uh, really happy and honoured to have you in this episode of ours. I'm sure you have a lot to share with our listeners and I'm very excited about it. Thank you, thank Jasmine, you. for doing this. No problem. I'm excited. Thank you. Why don't I hand over the uh, floor to you for you to introduce yourself to the listeners. Over to you, Jasmine. Great. Um, my name is Jasmine Wright. I just completed my 10th year in the classroom. As an elementary school teacher, I've taught various grades from kindergarten through fifth grade throughout the U.S. Um, in addition to being an educator, I am also the CEO and founder of the Push Through organization, and it was actually inspired from a classroom mantra that I created with my students in 2016. And with the Push Through organization, I do a lot of traveling, um, speaking, consulting, teacher training, and I teach teachers how to instill social-emotional learning in their students. Um, in addition to that, I am the author of a new children's book called I'm Going to Push Through, which was released in 2020, February 2020. Love it, love it. The Push Through organization, <laughs> and we are also excited to hear more about it and be part of your mantra over here in Singapore, and I'm sure yes. over the podcast series that we have going on across the world. Thank you, yes. Jasmine, for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Yeah, definitely. Thank you. You say very correctly that the social, emotional well-being of everyone is uh, so critical, which is why Kushru Mantra is, is there to help us throughout our yes. challenging journey. And it's more so now with COVID-19, with the pandemic that we're going through. Mm -hmm. So we'd like to understand from you, um, Jasmine, how do you feel about the current COVID-19 pandemic? You know, I was actually mm. one of, despite the, um, I would say despite the fatalities and 
despite the amount of people who are who are getting sick, I actually feel like this was something that was like an act of God, um, in my opinion. For the whole world to slow down at once, at the same time, and for it to impact people at the same time around the world, I feel like this has to be a sort of divine um, intervention. And with the slowing down, it allows people to just do more uh, reflection, refocus, or just prioritizing uh, the right kind of priorities. I don't know if you've ever seen this movie. It's a movie called Castaway. And it's, it's one of my, yes, I love, love it. I love <laughs> Castaway. Yeah, one of my favorite actors. But Castaway to me is a really, it's, it's a deep and spiritual movie. So it's about, you know, what do you do with your time? You know, now that your world is forced to slow down, how do you find out who you really are? You know, what, how do you find out your creative gifts? How do you find out, you know, who, who matters most to you? Like, you know, are you really a reflector or are you not? It allows you to just refocus. So I think the COVID situation, it's all about perspective. You can look at it as something as an inconvenience or you can look at it as something that's going to change you for the better internally. Oh, I like the way you are viewing the whole pandemic situation. But it is true. It's like a reset button that is set on all of us that we have yes. to really put a pause and slow down all at the yes. same time, as you say correctly, and uh, reflect, right? Reflect and rethink of whether what we have mm-hmm. been doing is the right journey for us or we have to take another path. So that's, exactly. mm-hmm. that's very well said. Thank you so much, Jasmine, for sharing. You mentioned a bit about uh, inconvenience that you faced during this period and of course the perspective of kind of a reset button set for you as, and your team. Yeah. Would you be able to share um, whether there's any challenges that you faced during this period? Of course. I mean, yeah. just like any human, I faced so many challenges. I, I would yeah. say the first one is, you know, being forced outside of my comfort zone mm-hmm. and just having my complete, my routine gone, diminished. So I'm forced to develop a new routine. I'm really big on habit routine or uh, I kind of mastered my time management with balancing teaching, personal life and push through. Um, Mm -hmm. And so when COVID happened, it didn't allow anyone the time to plan for it. You know, it just happened like like a natural disaster. And so it's like, wow, now you're forced to develop this new routine and, and, and new habit. And it was very uncomfortable for me because in my mind, I was failing. I couldn't um, figure out, okay, well, how to dedicate time to this or what time do I dedicate to this? And it, it was a bit discouraging for me, but encouraging at the same time because I'm one who likes challenges. I feel mm-hmm. like adversities introduce you to who you are and it allowed me to, to see, well, are you really as strong as you think? Or did you really have a great time management like you thought you did? So now you're really learning what it feels like to quote unquote push through. Another challenge was as an educator was remote learning. I am a very hands-on educator. I, I treat my students like I like I would treat my nieces or my cousins or my family. I, I give hugs. Um, you know, I, I'm nice. Yeah, I, I love it. I treat them like they're my own. And so not being able to physically just touch or be in the presence of my babies or, or, or look them in the eyes and tell them I believe in you for them to know that I mean it, it's kind of hard doing that virtually um, over the computer. It it, it's very difficult. Not even, but another thing is, I will admit I was the teacher who was slowly integrating technology into the classroom. It was something that I wouldn't say I was fearful um, of. It was just something that it would take me a long time to learn. And with my time management, I'm like, I don't have time for this to to really learn this. Um, And when Mm -hmm. COVID hit, we went 100% into technology (laughs) and, and using it for education. And so it was like, okay, 
all right, God, all right, well, let me, <laughs> I guess it's now time to learn. And so learning technology and, and learning how to still properly reach my students and learning time management all at the same time was a challenge for me, but I overcame it. So that's exciting. <laughs> that's that is bad. amazing. Yeah, I know it's definitely challenging period, right? And um, yes. uh, it's not easy, especially, and as you said, we are totally unprepared. It just hit us and we just have to quickly adapt and make changes to our routine, exactly. our lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Well, what are the, some of the changes that you make to adapt or any other areas that you have overcome in terms of challenges? Would you be able to share with us? Yeah, no problem. I've always, so one change is I've always been, I would say, a person who reflects. That's just something, as a poet, as a writer, yeah. um, as, a, as a spiritual being, that is something that I do. But one change is it allowed me to go even deeper um, into a state of reflection and self-analyzation and just analyzing, you know, the, the people around, or just analyzing everything that involves my being in existence. And as a result, it's made me better. I, I cut a lot of things um, out of my life. One of them was unnecessary spending. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was with everything being closed. It was like, you know, I would, before COVID, I would say, well, this is, I need this because this is a way to make me, you know, it's just, it's retail therapy mm-hmm. or this is, uh, well, I, I need it because I haven't bought one of these in a while, but it's like, do you really need it? And yeah, so it allowed me true. to even reflect on where I spend my money. Um, mm-hmm. it, it allowed me to even think about where I spend my time and my energy. I live by myself. I have two cats who are my children. <laughs> and I live alone. Thank you. And I live in Delaware. My, but I, I grew up in New Jersey and Philadelphia, and that's where my family is. And so during this time, especially during the beginning of COVID, I, um, you know, I was really scared. And so I stayed alone. I, I left the house, wow. of course, to do shopping or you know, to grocery shopping or whatever was needed and important. But I was alone. For that, that first time. month and a half, yes, and it is just allow me to allow me to see who was important in my yeah. life. You know, mm-hmm. my my mother, my father, my my two brothers, my pets, and you know the <laughs> friends. I, I found out who were you know who were real friends and who weren't who, who were mm-hmm. who was toxic and who wasn't. You know, how, how do I feel now that this person isn't around? Even though I'm by myself, I feel good. So you know, what, do, do I need to cut this person off once this toxicity off once this pandemic ends? So allow me to kind of weed out friends and also family members. It, it, mm-hmm. Another change is it, it allowed me to pray more. Um, it, it, it allowed me to enjoy my own company and be my own friend. I used to wrote my, my favorite line during the school year or during the summer when I would be on the phone with my mom. It's like, I work so hard during the week. I'm, I'm bored now. I need, I need to do something. I need mm-hmm. to do something. And it's yeah. like, just to, just to reward myself. And now rewarding myself is just spending time with myself after a busy day. I, I enjoy reading the book. I enjoy putting my feet up on the couch and making popcorn and binge watching this, this TV show as a result of saying, you've earned it because you've worked hard for the week. I don't have to fill that time with other people's company. So it allows me to not make poor decisions mm. when it comes to uh, friendship. So mm. it's made me stronger as a being, as an individual. It, it's helped me with my spirit of discernment and my wisdom in making decisions. And has introduced me to my strength. Wow, I can feel it. I can feel it all the way from Singapore. <laughs> Just mean, I can feel the uh, passion and also the the strength that you have in you. Oh, that's amazing! Oh, thank you for thank sharing you. that. Thank you for sharing that. Yes. Yes. During all these challenges and all these changes that you have been going through, is there any lessons specifically that you like to share that you have learned so far? Yeah, I would say just grit 
and resilience. And, and we use those words so casually. And I don't really yeah. think we really understand what they mean. And it's, we use it so much that it kind of becomes a cliche. You got to have grit. You got to be yeah. resilient. But what does it actually look like? You know, like, what, is it, what does it mean? Not even just what does it mean and what does it look like? What does it mean and look like for you? Because each, each of us are different and we have our own stories, right? And with me was I had to overcome. See, there's a difference between grit and resilience. One of them is, okay, I can keep going. But one of them is I can bounce back from making a mistake. And that's been the, the hardest for me to be able to bounce back making a mistake i am very hard on myself um and i've always been very hard on myself i you know I, it's one thing about forgiving others but forgiving yourself is a whole totally different application yeah. and i think I've, I've overcome that by being lenient on myself like if i've uh, made a mistake if i didn't manage this time management well for i didn't make this deadline or if i didn't really have a solid lesson like i wanted to with the remote learning or if i just didn't do something that i aimed to do that week I allowed myself the blessing of forgiveness so that I can keep going. I would say before COVID, that's been the hardest thing for me to do was to forgive myself for making a mistake. It's easy for me to teach that to other people because I can see their strength. Mm. It's, it's easy to see other people's strength when you're looking outside and say, you can do it. You know, I believe in you, bounce back. But when it's you and you're your own coach and you're, you're fighting yourself and you know how you operate and how you fight, you know, how do you, how do you fight yourself to get into convince yourself to bounce back when you have those um, like mental thoughts that tell you, you made a mistake, look at you. Oh, you, you didn't do it right. And you have to, you're like, you're talking to yourself. Like, no, yeah. I, but, but I can overcome it. No, no, you couldn't, you messed up. And so it's, <laughs> it's a battle it's of the mind. It it's is, it, yeah, it's, tough. it's, it's tough. hard. And yeah. so the way that I, I overcame was being able to forgive myself and bounce back by thinking that, you know, practice what I preach. You know, this is a part of the journey. This is a part of the mm. learning process. And in this battle of pushing through and bouncing back, imagine what you're learning and imagine what you'll be able to teach the next person. Imagine how much stronger your content will be because you've actually experienced it. Like you're going through it right now. So you have a firsthand account of what it feels like. Wow. So. That's what I'm overcome, what I overcame. And I'm still overcoming at the moment. I wouldn't say I'm completely there. I would be a liar to say, I did it. No, I would say mm -hmm. I'm doing it. I'm doing it is how I'm yeah. overcoming. Yeah. By even choosing those words makes me yes. feel like I'm overcoming. So, yeah. Oh, that is uh, really interesting. And I'm so glad you brought that up because it is true. Most of the time we are very hard on ourselves, right? And, yes. and actually we should love ourselves more. And I think this journey of uh, discovery and also more time on our own Without much distraction, does give us more time to reflect and uh, analyze all this within ourselves and uh, find a way to uh, continue to move forward in a you know journey to improve. Right, I think that's what we need to do. And I think exactly. you you brought up a very strong and good point for all of us to learn. Thank you, Jasmine, for sharing that. No problem. In the uh, education industry where we are all in right now, how mm -hmm. did COVID nineteen change the education industry? And also. How do you think COVID-19 will change the education industry in the future? Okay, so I think that it changed it for the, the better. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it changed it for the better. It allowed teachers to practice innovation. It allowed them mm -hmm. to learn how to be innovative, especially for, I'm not sure how it is in uh, Singapore, but mm -hmm. in America, there's this thing called like tenure and you have teachers who are seasoned teachers and they, they're probably taught in you know the classrooms let's say 20 years 
But 20 years ago, we didn't live in a world filled with technology or, you know, it wasn't the 21st century. And so they yeah. taught based off, you know, what was applicable during that time. 20 mm-hmm. years later, you know, now that you have kids who are, you know, cell phones and social media and games and they're not going outside to play as much because they're, they're watching YouTube. <laughs> so yeah. we're, we're living in a world, and I know YouTube so is different. ridiculous, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's still so technology. Different. And so it, it, it allows them to reach kids and meet them where they are, to hold their attention. And it allows people to just learn what's out there. I've even learned more applications, educational uh, applications, educational resources that I never even knew existed. Um, and so that are actually can be personalized learning for kids. I, I think that education is going to go in a positive and innovative route, maybe even a hybrid, because I do believe that in-person interaction is very important. Um, yeah. and, but I can see the, the hybrid where there's computers, where there's in-person teaching. And also, hopefully, I think what COVID is, has done in, as far as with education and what it can do is teaching teachers that education is more than ABCs and one, two, threes. When, when COVID happened yeah. and kids had to, you know, we think about what it means for us as educators or what it means for us as adults. But what does it mean for kids? Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're mentally capable to just adapt a new normal. A lot of kids are as well, but because some of them come from realities that we can't fathom. But to to have them cut completely off their routine of the classroom, it can be pretty traumatic for a lot of kids. And who knows what they're going through at home with their particular family members. And sometimes, a lot of times, coming to school is, is, is a safety net. It's a it's it's a getaway from the situation. And so yeah. there, we have kids, and I have some students who. They're in class now remotely, but they're still home in their environments. And some of their environments aren't friendly, um, mm. you know, for them. They're, they're not safe at home. Not all of my kids, but in some situations, especially around the U.S., they're not safe. And so it's, we're learning that, or they're not happy, or getting, going to school was fun for them. So yes. in the beginning of COVID with remote learning, I didn't even focus on academics. It was like, how are you? You know, how are you doing? Mm. Yeah. You know, what's going on? How are you pushing through? How are you being strong? Like we talked yes. about, you know, a lot of the self-awareness, yes. uh, self-awareness, social awareness, um, you know, accountability, everything social, emotional, learning related. And also as a being, how are you feeling? And I think that hopefully this, since both educators and students are going through this together, they can learn that education is more than academics. Students won't learn unless they're developed internally. And it's about that connection. Once people trust you and have the connection from you, then you can get them to do anything. And, and they have to also be exposed to who they are. So hopefully education turns for the best as far as technology and it turns for the best with getting educators and administrators and school personnel to know that, you know, building the student up comes first. Having that relationship comes first. Building confidence and growth mindset comes first. So. I like that. That is so true. I mean, the empathy, the compassion exactly. that you talk about, how are you doing? Um, how's the day? I think all those are so important that we yes. look inside the uh, learners and connect with them in a way that is personable enough for them to be, as you say correctly, uh, be a friend and trust you to be able to help them throughout the journey. And mm-hmm. education then will take place very naturally, right? And to me, that yes. is, um, that is uh, a gift of uh, an educator where you can actually do all that. Uh, that's amazing. And with the change that we are all going through, the transformation in education industry, 
uh, as you say correctly, the hybrid or the blended way of learning, yes. whether it's uh, technology plus face-to-face, -face, because at the end of the day, we still need human touch. Human touch is important. And yes, I think the blended is. learning will, will help us all to positively improve in the education industry. I, I believe in that too. Thank you for sharing yes, that. Yes, yes. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. Uh, thank you. Jasmine, would that be a new normal for yourself? Would you be able to share with us? I would say the new no normal problem. for me would be being ready at all times. <laughs> like uh, yeah, yeah. being ready to adapt. And not even just being ready for something new, but being ready to adapt and go. I've always thought I've been pretty flexible, but COVID has taught me how to be really flexible and how to adapt and how to expect, to be okay with expecting a day-to-day -day, uh, change. So that would be the new normal for me to just be ready for change. And I'm not even just meaning change as far as with me in the classroom. I mean change as far as with me, my organization. <laughs> like I just, just change. Change could be physical, be ready to move tomorrow if, if something happens or change could be with something internally with an organization. I'll be ready to adapt this tomorrow. Like I am ready to adapt. I, I trust the process. And so that would be my new normal, ready to go. <laughs> ready to go. Mm -hmm. I like that. Ready to go. Whatever yeah. comes your way, ready to go. Exactly. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Thank, <laughs> thank, you. thank you for sharing that. I am going to be ready to go and I hope to be ready to go as well. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Justin. Yes, you will. <laughs> That's really important here. Yeah. And Justin, now we come to the uh, very important part of the podcast episode where mm -hmm. we would like to hear from you whether you have any messages for the future generations and if yes, what are they? I would say my message for the future generations is it's the same thing that I preached and teach to my kids to know that your gifts, your talents, your calling, your gifts are powerful. They're powerful enough to change the world, to believe in your purpose, um, to know that they can, or you can push through anything that you put your mind to and to not allow anyone else to tell you otherwise, not, not even yourself, just knowing that you're worthy that you were born with the purpose and a, and a set of gifts that set you apart, that make you who you are. Um, there's a reason behind your story. There's a reason why you think the way that you think. There's a reason why everything in your life is the way it is. And it's to help make your gift stronger. And I want them to know to take their gift and take their strength and take their talent and change the world with it. And if there's a challenge, they can push through that just believe, just keep that hope and just believe in themselves. And again, reiterate, don't allow anyone, not even yourself, to convince you otherwise that it can't be done. So wow. that's my message thank to the future. Thank you. Thank you for the amazing message for the future. Thank you, Jasmine. No we really, really appreciate all that you have shared and all that you have been uh, giving us all the uh, tips and advices and also experiences that you went through that is yes. gold. We really appreciate that. And we pre appreciate your time. So early morning in Delaware, USA, you joined us for the podcast yes. episode. Really appreciate <laughs> it. And it's such a pleasure and honor to have you, Jasmine. We look forward to you. seeing you in person, hopefully soon in Singapore or in the US. And yes. we look forward to being in touch and collaborate with you and continue to push through together to help yes. every community and the world. Thank you, Jasmine, for your time. Thank and you, welcome Alyssa. to SkyGen Podcast. Thank you so much. Thank you. We hope you enjoyed today's episode at Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1 on the topic of how COVID-19 transformed the education industry. 
If you enjoyed today's episode and you love the vision and mission of Sky Gems Academy, can you please help us to convince others to tune in to Sky Gems Academy podcast too? Please kindly subscribe to Sky Gems Academy podcast. Please also kindly leave a quick review and rate Sky Gems Academy podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker and various Sky Gems Academy's podcast channels. That would mean the world to us, so thank you so much for your support. Visit our website at www.skygemsacademy.com to find out more about our distinguished speakers and about Sky Gems Academy. We appreciate you and your continuous support. Thank you for tuning in to Sky Gems Academy podcast. High five and peace out.